0: My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, and I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the certified nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Jessie. I'm Natalia, and I'm Sky. And we are here to talk about the greatest drama ever made. <laughs> the perfect. This is definitely not Natalia's personal <laughs> opinion. I Maybe mean, this is just hardcore fact. Uh, okay we're gonna talk about my personal favorite drama of all time and Mm -hmm. what i personally believe to be the sort of peak of the zombie genre that's been made in the covid age uh yeah and that is the 2021 drama happiness and this we have to like tell
1: you a little background of this Mm -hmm. this is like years in the making because natalia and i like maybe like two years ago yeah sat down to record an episode about this drama yeah and everything that could go wrong went wrong that day and we were like just so frustrated by it all we never edited it or uploaded that Yeah, it was supposed to be like
0: we were supposed we were doing it to be like an extra episode for like the found family because and i originally wanted to be a part of it but like
2: shenanigans mm-hmm. like i yeah. wasn't able to participate Th- there for yeah, were shenanigans
0: for from beginning to end and then when we were like okay yeah, let's finally of sit shenanigans down shenanigans
1: which just ridiculous
2: yeah and
0: then we were like let's sit down and finally edit it and the files were gone <laughs> so we it were was, just like i mean okay it
1: was like so we started off with like natalia's like mike wasn't working it was doing something weird and then we tried a bunch of different stuff and then we came back and we had already recorded a bunch of stuff. We came back, we started to re-record, then stuff happened on my end and then I'm pretty sure like halfway through my internet went out. It was like everything that could possibly go wrong in this
0: recording did. Want didn't want our thoughts on happiness to to exist. And you could tell, (laughs) it's like we were trying to talk about the drama but like there was also the
1: air of frustration after everything that happened. Yeah. Like no, we're not not gonna put this out. Let's just like forget and it ever happens because, like, when you have
0: to like re like repeat yourself constantly, even if it's about something that you like, you're just like, I'm done, like, I just I can't <laughs> do this. But time has passed, and we were sitting here, like, what's a good way to like, we really wanted to like start 2024 off with like a series of bangers, of just like absolute banger episodes, and we were mm-hmm. like, what would be a really great episode to do? That would be a super banger for 2024. And then we were like, "Easy, we finally talk about happiness and how much we love it."
1: And we add Sky to the and finally, I yeah, can join us. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, listen, this
0: is my this is my favorite drama.
2: So we did we did all watch this as it was airing.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh yes. It was
2: hard,
0: but Sky, we did. Sky
2: set, set the scene of what it was like. <laughs> don't remember in that. In twenty twenty one, when it was airing, what what month was it? I'm gonna pull up. What month um, was, it?
0: It, it was, it was, Dece- was it? It was it was It was November, December. It was late twenty twenty one. Late twenty one. Okay, man, okay. it feels like
2: longer than that. Doesn't yeah. it feel
0: like longer than that?
1: Well,
2: and, yeah, COVID.
0: Yeah, COVID. <laughs> and um, oh my gosh, I, I just the. So while it
2: was while it was aired, okay, I I I will tell okay. you this. Let me think. November twenty one. Mm. I wish I, I I sometimes wish I had a timeline of pandemic stuff to where like mm-hmm. as far as when vaccines first started being available, because that it was like.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Anyway, that's a whole See, thing. Which right makes after, me wonder.
0: like right after this aired, was the January that I got so sick that we had to cancel recording due to illness for the first time ever. Cause I had COVID wow. so bad in January that I, I don't think I got out of bed for like three weeks or something. So it was like that. And it was right after that, that we decided to record about happiness and then everything went <laughs> wrong. And I was just like, this is bullshit. <laughs> this is, this is ridiculous. Well, c- Cause happiness ended
2: December 11th, 21. Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. it finished out the year. And so I definitely remember it, it, hit our ranks you know like our our tops lists if, if yeah. we are starting to do them like it definitely like uh but it's on vicky it was on vicky then too which mm-hmm. means subs were delayed quite yeah, often so and we were not pleased delayed. about that usually usually we're very patient and supportive <laughs> So we were, but this,
0: we, were this we were still supporting. we were still supportive, supportive. <laughs> but when we say delayed like it wasn't like you know sometimes now like vicky's gotten a lot better about sub timing where it's like it'll be like oh maybe like an hour to, or like an hour to three after it posts usually the subs mm-hmm. are up but we're talking like two days
1: yeah like we're talking and, and it was
0: sitting there like you can't ridiculous to us
1: because then vicky would go and do like teaser clips that and like stopped. have them subbed and they were all like major spoilers and I'm like you're spoiling an episode that you don't currently
0: have subbed <laughs> yeah. on your like channel <sighs> stop it and so we, we well, uh, like we were so just on edge about this uh-huh. show and we were just like <laughs> and, and and so so more and, more,
2: more, as more, and more, more as the show went on because mm-hmm. like the entire sh- spoilers are a big deal for this show yes they really even from the beginning if you if you knew some things that you know later on it would not be the same. general
1: tone of the show has a lot of tension Mm -hmm. to
2: it yes so you're already like there and then it kind of builds even exponentially like the last four episodes Mm -hmm. like even more so yeah Yeah, and that's when you
1: don't need to have subs being like two days late, and we're all crying on Twitter about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like like... when I tell you the group chat was in shambles while this was (laughs) airing, because every like every time it would come out, like it would come out, it was a Friday Saturday show, and so on Monday we'd be like, "Where is it? Where is it? (laughs) I can't just watch last week's episode again. I need (laughs) it." We were feral for this show while it was airing, and for good reason. And I feel like people who like zombie stuff have already watched this show. But Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of listeners of our podcast who don't like zombie stuff, so probably didn't even bother checking this show out. And I'm here to tell you, you've made (laughs) a grave mistake. Okay? So like, I'm not sure I would call
2: myself a zombie fan. I also haven't exposed Mm -hmm. myself to a ton of zombie stuff Mm -hmm. just because it's not like Mm -hmm. way up there on my interests. Yeah. No. But you know, like it takes some convincing for me to like check out Kingdom or something. Like, I was there for other Mm -hmm. reasons other than the zombies. So, like, happiness—it's not the zombies that attract me to the show. No. And so, as someone like that, and I'm sure zombie the two zombie enthusiasts here (laughs) can agree though it's a zombie show it's not a zombie the, show. the the percentage of zombiness of the show is very very
0: low. low
1: it is very low i will say that there are points in the show that like the zombies are on full force yeah yeah and it's creepy but it's so like small comparatively and also the whole point of the show is that the zombies aren't the things that are like the bad yeah. things in the world you know so
0: which, which I like, to I will get into later yeah. because I have a whole rant about zombie <laughs> oh, we have a rant. I have a whole rant about zombie stuff and like the missat like what makes a good versus a bad zombie thing for mm-hmm. me? I have a whole thing about it and I Sky and I were on a call yesterday and I started ranting and she was like, no, stop, save this.
2: <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> save this for
0: tomorrow And I was like, you are right you're right.
2: But so like as somebody that doesn't like, gravitate towards zombie things i wouldn't like this is a zombie show but like i wouldn't even call it that you do have to make sure someone can handle zombie things yeah Mm -hmm. smaller zombie things if if you're entering this show you need to be okay with some stuff is it horrifically gory no No. it really is not there is blood blood is a thing Mm -hmm. that you will see (laughs) but compared to just like kind of your typical like Crime not, type show, it it's UK. kind of similar. You know I mean? like,
0: like it's it's not even Train yeah. in Busan. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not the sadness. No. Oh, please, okay. <laughs> if you want to hear about that movie, you should join the found family and listen to Movie Club this week. So, Jesus. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's coming out. Happiness and sadness. Yeah. It was kind yeah. of it was kind of a fun pairing, but um. Yeah. you hear Jesse and mine stuff. Let's just say. Don't watch that if you can't handle.
1: Sky, do not, not watch.
0: watch. Don't even see. Don't even look at the it. preview. See, Just and and so, <laughs>
2: so for people that don't know, my like journey with mm-hmm. kind of scary stuff and whatever. To give you, the reason I'm telling you this is to give you kind of a measuring stick. I used to think I couldn't mm. handle any scary stuff whatsoever, really, and then I've kind of exposed myself to it a little bit more, and I figured out I can handle some a fair bit, actually. But there are the reason I'm bringing this up. There are limits, and. Mm-hmm. these two know my limits my limits tend to be just really like you have to enter very 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 tense things or things that'll really get stuck in your head a lot or like which is all of, of this sadness. like
1: mm-hmm. which is yeah. all of this sadness.
2: <laughs> so like yeah. i pretty much can't handle the really really intense stuff but like i can handle a fair bit like i i watched possessed and i was fine like mm-hmm. and so that's like that's been my i've been able to figure out that i can handle it for a bit yeah. happiness is actually and so as, as someone that he used to think i couldn't handle things i still think happiness mm. is much easier on the scale of that
1: you know because, why it's much easier because it's the greatest love story of all time it's the greatest love that's story really yeah
0: and it's it's the greatest <laughs> indictment of modern society that i've seen And and despite it being a show about zombies, it is so realistic to real life that it's not even. Oh, man. mm -hmm. It's not even funny at this point.
2: And it's quite the experience to. And the reason I was bringing up the pandemic stuff, it's quite an experience to watch it kind of earlier in the pandemic Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. revisit it now. Yeah. Yeah it just adds to adds more flavor to what we're watching
1: because the show does acknowledge COVID it's very much like it's still
0: taking place
1: during COVID
0: like it's not like in this it doesn't take place in a world where COVID never existed or COVID is fictionally over Mm because don't know if y'all been looking at the news lately (laughs) it was never over and is still here among us but I digress um but we should probably, uh, pre-warning, we will have spoilers. This is a spoilery mm-hmm. episode for a two-year-old show, so...
2: And there would be no way to avoid, no. like, we would,
0: you have to talk about stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, if you are planning on watching it, please do. Do go watch it, and then come back. Mm-hmm. And, uh... And even if you do get some spoilers in this, you should probably still watch it. I think you'd still enjoy it regardless. But what is happiness about? Very uh, vague title, of course.
2: (laughs) Um,
0: But very apt for the two main characters of the show. Uh, We're led in with two of the greatest leads of a drama you've ever seen. We mm-hmm. have uh, Yoon Se-bum, played by Han Hyo-joo, chef's kiss. And then we have Jung Yi-hyun, played by Park Young-sik, chef- just double, triple, yeah. triple Chef. kiss. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every single mm-hmm. cast member in this is insane. Oh, like, man. Every single yeah, one is perfect. Um, it is a stacked list yeah, of actors. It is actors a stacked cast. So... <laughs> Uh, Yunsei Bum is a like SWAT anti-terrorist
2: special ops special person.
0: ops agent. Badass. So cool. Just
1: complete badass.
0: Very good at her job. Very confident. Um, you know, very calm under pressure, absolute, just perfect person for that role. And then her best friend since uh, shenanigans in high school is Jung uh, Yi Hyun, who's a detective who was on his way to become a professional baseball player before he got an injury in his last year of high school and couldn't do it. And that's kind of been like his personality since then. Uh, and he's, he's a detective now and they're, they're buddies, okay? So she's at this training thing, doing some training and one of the guys at the training thing, one of the other SWAT guys, goes absolutely fucking insane. Starts eating people. <laughs> Just doing... <laughs> doing dumb shit, right? Like... yeah, it's a zombie movie. So she gets, like, scratched by him, and she's like, damn! Like, damn, son, like, what the fuck? So she gets dragged off to this, like, abandoned dormitory from, like, a closed-down college where she meets Hante Siak, who's a scientist, military scientist of some sort. Yeah, um, who's like, yeah, shit's 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 pretty rough. Shit's not looking good. Uh, we got this new bizarre virus going around called madman rabies that makes people act crazy uh, and it's that, nothing
1: like covid so nothing, nothing uh, like don't COVID. think
2: it is
0: um we don't we're and you so we need to put you under observation so i need you to help us out and she's like all right i'll help you with your little bullshit but i want a little pr- quid pro quo because you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know you're worth you know what i mean and she's the, she's like i want an apartment Because it's really hard to get housing. And he's like, listen, I can bump you up the list for, like, the public service apartments. Because as a little side note, every new apartment building uh, construction in Korea is required to reserve a certain percentage of units for civil servants and low-income housing. I think happen.
2: I think this was the first drama that I had encountered that, mm-hmm. and I thought it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to and like I learn about like that, that being be, a real thing.
0: Yeah, that should be the same everywhere. Like, I'm not gonna good. They lie. definitely. I've never heard the civil like
1: servant mm-hmm. here, but like we definitely have. Like it, it's depending upon where you are, but like they're like yeah. new apartment complexes will have a percentage that they can for low
0: income, at yeah.
1: to low income, and there's like a lot of like criteria for yeah. that, like.
0: so he's like listen i can get you on the list but like you're a single female like they they usually give them out you still need some more points like you need some more points to get up the list she's like don't worry i've got a plan (laughs) for that so meanwhile her best buddy uh is investigating a weird ass murder at a hotel yeah. And he shows up and someone's got their face eaten off, okay? <laughs> like, it's, it's... It's not great. And he's like, hmm, I think the... I think the person who did it is still in this room with us. And then his his buddy, his, like, partner, played by Lee Jun Hyuk, who's... Chef's, also, he's, they're so all chef's kids. They're he's so all good. They're all chef's kids. <laughs> it's like, what do you, what do you mean that he's still in the room? And then... You find this guy who's just like I don't know what happened, like what came over me, like I didn't mean to kill them, like I, I don't, I don't know. And then they find these mysterious pills, and he's like, "What the fuck mm. are these drugs? Like normally, like what is this bath salts? Like normally, this doesn't make you do this, you know what I mean?" Yeah. So then he's like, "This is so bizarre." But then he gets a call from his, 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 his best buddy, who's like, Have "I got the deal of a lifetime for you." <laughs> We're going to get married for this apartment. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to pretend like this is just like a bros doing bro things. But this is secretly what I have been desiring for the last But in my heart,
1: I'm jumping up and down. (laughs) This is the most amazing day of my life.
0: I'm being real cool about this. But inside... This is the greatest thing that has ever happened. I truly
2: wanted to me. nothing more.
0: <laughs> this is all I've ever wanted in life was to marry this woman. So they move into this apartment um, and then start to meet everyone else who lives in this newly constructed apartment building. Not too many people have moved in yet. There's only like mm-hmm. like six families who had moved in so far or whatever that you meet anyway. And uh, oh boy. Do we have a cast of characters? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we've got, you know, the the busybody who lives on the top floor, who's who's determined to become the resident, like... Rep. Rep. You've got the... She's the got real, like, um... Karen PTA. energy. Yeah, PTA like, vibes.
1: Yeah, president, um, yeah.
0: Uh, very classist. um Karen. You know? Yeah, the Karen. Yes. (laughs) Played by Behe-sun, who's always incredible. so good. Across the hall, you've got the cutest little girl you've ever seen in your life, whose parents work really hard, and she doesn't go to school because she's immunocompromised and needs a heart valve transplant. So Mm -hmm. she can't go to school. So she just starts hanging around with her all day because her parents are at work all day, and she's like eight and doesn't have any friends. And on board. <laughs> um you've got a douchey lawyer. You've got a douchey doctor. You've got a really nice cartoonist. Uh a novelist. novelist. Novelist, I think. Well, she she's novelist. like she, doesn't she write like like Mon was Do know? I might be mixing her up cuz I think the same actress yeah, played plays a role another one character another one.
1: Po- a Manuel, yeah. <laughs> oh, and Just Between Lovers yeah, she does was a She was a Mon no, Sorry.
0: So she yeah. yeah. She was a novelist, novelist, but She also and... lives
1: with her brother, is the Well, she
0: doesn't live with her brother. Her brother wants to live oh. with her. I thought so that... the brother is trying to pressure her into letting him and his family move in with her. So he's always over annoying her. And then you have like this elderly couple and their idiot son. Um and then you he have this to be a live streamer. He wants to yeah, he wants oh, he wants to be <sighs> a content creator so bad. And then you've got <laughs> He starts
2: off doing like stocks type stuff, is what he yeah. starts off doing. <laughs>
0: And then you've got, on the top floor of the penthouse, um, a very COVID-conscious uh, <laughs> shut-in, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. Relatable. Relatable guy, in a weird way, who only leaves his house in a hazmat suit. Every time someone doesn't wear a mask around him, he, like, death glares him. <laughs> He's great. Mm-hmm. Um story's just progressing with them having problems with their douchey neighbors who are like classist and like being like oh i'm sorry you can't use the building gym because you're mm-hmm. a renter not someone who bought the apartment like and the gym like blocking for- off the like top yeah.
1: floors where they live Yeah,
0: blocking off like the fire escapes and stuff and then she's like that's illegal you can't <laughs> do that and i'm just going to kick in the
2: door because i can so (laughs) well i i love that moment because the little girl was with her and you could just see the stars of the little girl's eyes the entire time like yeah yeah that
1: was like the moment where she was like this is my favorite human being in the entire world and i (laughs) want nothing more than to be her when i grow up
0: yeah yes (laughs) and then uh, uh oh uh oh do you know what happens Uh-oh. next in the apartment building?
1: Uh-oh, I think I have a guess. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: bunch of people in the apartment complex turn into zombies. Dun dun dun. And so the military shows up and boards them <laughs> in. Just They're boards like, the whole apartment. Because <laughs> it's like it's like an apartment complex that has multiple buildings with like like a shared park and stuff just surrounds and, like, it with like barbed wire stores and
1: stuff like a grocery store and you know yeah. like those really big complexes that you could like literally live yeah. uh, in that little complex and never venture out and be fine
0: yeah and uh they just barbed wire board up the entire surrounding and so they can't leave and well i, I want to say in this
2: in this moment so like when they get boarded up it, it was only kind of announced that, like, the first outbreak was in their building in mm-hmm. particular. And so mm-hmm. then all the other people from all the other, other buildings act super snarky about, like, the entire situation and try to, like, you know, separate Prevent themselves them, yeah. from this building. Mm-hmm. They don't want the people in that building to go into the park or be outside or anything. And then... Oh how the turns tabled really yeah. quick. Like with a lot of that's really quick stuff. Yeah. because
0: all the people stuck in the apartment building are the only ones who don't get infected while everyone else outside is. But that just And means you also they can't have leave. like
1: a couple of key things here, like mm-hmm. that has happened. Since like this was like a a thing that happened so fast, the little girl's parents are on the outside of the mm-hmm. wall. They're not in the apartment complex. So she is all alone by herself in this apartment complex. And you also have a couple of people who are cleaners who were there cleaning the building at the time and are now stuck. And you've also got this girl who was the cashier
0: at the, at the grocery, grocery store,
1: store. whose like, boss was like, I'll give you like more pay if you just stay there. And she's like, whatever. I went through COVID. It's fine.
0: And then most importantly, what also has happened right before this is that the detective, the main character detective and his partner, have arrested the upstairs neighbor because the upstairs neighbor tried to murder his wife. Mm-hmm. And But they are now trapped, knowing that they were booking this guy on their way to bring him to be booked for murder, but are now trapped in the apartment complex with him. And okay. So, specifically... To tease out the fact that, like, so the
2: partner, you know, he wasn't living with everybody, so he got stuck, too. Yeah. Like, so he, yeah.
0: And um, when I tell you the actor who plays this murderer, the guy (laughs) who tries to murder his wife, uh, played by Becky on Jen, is the greatest villain I've ever seen, ever, because. He's so nasty, but not in, like, a way that's unrealistic. Like, you've met this guy.
1: Yeah. He's selfish, That's what makes it even worse. He's nasty.
0: Yeah. And he'll do anything to weasel out of... He thinks he's the best. He he's thinks he's smarter so than money. everyone else. Yeah. And... He's just, oh. So here, here's where I get to go on my rant about zombie things. And why happiness. <laughs> okay. So... When you're watching a zombie show or a zombie film, the zombies aren't the villains of the show. And if you've made the zombies the villains, you've missed a key component of what actually makes zombie survival horrific. And it's not the zombies. It's the non zombie mm. people that you're stuck It's the with.
1: actions of the non-zombie. Yeah.
0: And so zombies, especially in this one, it's very well pushed out that these the zombies aren't some mindless creatures. They basically have a form of rabies. They're sick people. Like they're mm-hmm. still people and they are symptomatic of a physical and mental disease that is eating their brain
1: which like, i really liked because they do tie it very mm-hmm. closely to rabies and a lot of the yeah. stuff that like you see them doing or like things that they like need mm-hmm. like they have like a persistent amount of thirst this is all signs of, like in rabid like if yeah. a human gets rabies now so it's like super believable in that point too mm-hmm. because it, it was just like kind of like seamlessly integrated into being be like oh okay it's not yeah. like Very sci fi esque. It's just like real life. Like, this is probably what would happen if zombies.
0: Yeah. Like, obviously, they had to, like, they gave, like, when you're in zombie mode, you have, like, white contacts and stuff. But that's just so that you, as the audience. (laughs) You get out your white contacts. Mm -hmm. You put in your contacts. It's like, it's so you, as the audience, can recognize, like, oh, this person is in. Like, so that's not. We can look past it because it's a stylistic choice that makes sense for, like, an audience watching a show. But, like, the villain of a zombie movie shouldn't be the zombies. And this show was that so well. Like, it, it presented that so perfectly that, you know, even, like, the two main characters and, like, the military scientist, like, uh on Six character constantly is at odds with this military scientist because he's like i don't even think you see Mm -hmm. them as people anymore but they're still people like you're supposed to be creating this you know vaccine but you're treating them as though they're expendable like because you know we've seen them packing them packing these sick people into you know freezer trucks and you know very imagery Mm -hmm. very uh Reminiscent of the height of the early COVID pandemic, right? Like, yeah, yeah. A very yeah. apt choice mm-hmm. there. <laughs> um, and to have it being going on while COVID is still a thing is a fantastic choice. Um, mm-hmm. And so I just felt like this show really got that. The zombies are an inciting incident. The zombies are not the horror that is happening. Like,
2: I also liked how when they started describing when the outbreaks were kind of being occurring more on the outside, quote unquote, like not just in this Mm -hmm. apartment building, but like there was a homeless shelter and things like that. Like Mm -hmm. anytime they talked about it as a disease and things, it was always very made so much sense within the way things actually occur in real life. Mm -hmm. Like that's very much nursing home whenever there is any type of pandemic people that are uh marginalized, impoverished. All these things, like yeah. they get hit first. Like that's just the way it goes. Yeah. So the way that even and they didn't harp on that. It wasn't like but I mean it was just the way they unfolded everything. The way very it is. Well. Yeah. Like that's just the way
0: that it always
1: Well is. and they also did some really great things with like the the villains of the story. Everybody has like a range. Mm. So like it's some of the villains like you like understand why they're doing it like you you start to understand as the like story unfolds why the the um one guy is aggressively trying to figure out what's going on with these zombies because he has a personal tie to it and he just doesn't care about anyone else but his personal tie he's still a villain Mm -hmm. for a lot of it but it's like at a level that's like different than like the guy in the apartment complex but then you also have like other people who like are still like annoying but like they're not as villainy and like it just like really captures like a lot of different yeah. things especially with like the, the strong military presence mm-hmm. and the fact mm-hmm. that like you're seeing so much of the military because the two main characters are so tied to it by job yeah you get to see that like villain-esque thing where it's really more of like strict this is what we have to do we can't have emotion in it Mm -hmm. because we have to eradicate this disease before it takes out Mm -hmm. everyone and it just has to be the way that like some people have to be taken out to further our end goal of like not all of humanity going yeah it's it's
0: it's really like you know for the greater good situation Mm -hmm. that you're put up against where you're like it's the it's the dichotomy like the the argument that exists between like all lives are important but to save the most amount of people Mm -hmm. you can't save everyone like those two things butting up together um but the what's presented so nicely is that what makes the villains in this villainous is not that they're making the choice that some like that we we have to do this to make sure that most of like that the most amount of people survive, but they truly believe that not all lives are worth the same amount. Yep. And that's what makes them villainous is that they believe they have the ability to pick who is more important. And that's the actual villainy of the whole thing is Mm -hmm. they believe themselves to be better than, you know, the plebs beneath them. Um, and then, I know what you're thinking, like, you as the audience who've listened to us for a long time. You're like, this is Natalia's favorite show. But Natalia <laughs> really loves shows that have serial killers in them. They couldn't possibly... They, could, they, they couldn't possibly, possibly have also a fleshed-out <laughs> serial killer plot. Well, that's where you're wrong, champ.
2: Well, so like... So surprise serial killers mm. when you usually think about that you're thinking of like quote-unquote surprise serial killer you think it shows up in a genre that you maybe didn't expect a serial killer to typically be mm-hmm. in though like we know it's par for the course for <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. rom-com k-dramas like we yeah. know this sometimes occurs so like but i mean i i wasn't expecting it in this genre i, like, I, I, either. I was not
0: so i distinctly remember when we were watching this, that I was the only one who was, and it was for one Oh, because
1: specific, I remember this. Yeah,
0: it was for one specific reason. And so the actor who plays the serial killer is Lee Ju Sung, and he has made a career out of playing innocent-faced, psychotic characters. So the, And for most <laughs> of the show, he appears with a mask and big glasses on, because... And he's the, part
1: of the cleaning crew. He's
0: part of the cleaning crew. And in the fiction... That he's told this cleaning, this couple that he works for is that he has severe autism, but now that, and he has, he was in a fire and has scars on his face. And so now that it's okay for everyone to wear a mask all the time because of COVID, he finally feels comfortable enough coming out of the house. But really he's just assumed someone else's identity and has to hide his face so that no one figures out it's him. And so, but the first time he takes off his glasses and I saw his eyes and I realized who it was, like this actor, I was like, oh shit, he's going to murder someone. And then then I I went to Jesse because like, we had just finished watching. I'm like, Jesse, did you see who like, who's playing the character of Andrew? Like, uh?" and Jesse's like, what do you mean? I was like, nope, never mind. I'm going to let that be a little (laughs) surprise. (laughs) And
2: so I have seen that guy before. And to me, I didn't recognize his, like, because I think they show his eyes, I don't know, a few episodes in or yeah, something. Yeah,
0: like four or five episodes But in.
2: he doesn't, they don't show his face, mask off, mm-hmm. until like third to the last episode. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, they it's wait.
1: It's pretty far. And like, honestly, the like serial killer aspect is kind of like really far into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, on this, on this second watch that I just did, the like, little like hints are there because mm-hmm. like you see people and i think they also did focus on very early on focusing on the like richest person in the building who is like very covid conscious
0: mm-hmm.
1: making him so off-putting that like if yeah. anybody were to be the weird like serial killer of the building it would have been him so you're mm-hmm. always kind of like that guy's a little weird he's just a little off uh, what, what he going to do what
0: i sort of liked is that the the rich guy who lives in the penthouse was clearly the actual autistic character Mm -hmm. because he was very like precise and he had hyper fixations on military insignia that was his like special (laughs) interest and so he actually befriended like the main woman because she worked she was She worked for the military special forces and he was like wait a second can you get me like a special forces t-shirt and she was like absolutely like hell yeah like sure like i'd love to do that and so she's the only one in the building who had befriended him this entire time and everyone else treated him like he was a weirdo right because he only left in a hazmat suit and didn't let anyone do his apartment And so at key moments in the show, like when they're doing votes and stuff, he would appear and be like, whatever she wants, I'm going with her. (laughs) Uh And then like, you know, and later on the serial killer, he's one of the first victims of the serial killer. And the way that he gains entry is by invoking her name, like, oh, she needs you for something. So he opens the door and that's how he gets into the guy's apartment. And so it's, like, he's sort of a tragic character because he was the most equipped to survive any of these situations. Yeah, he
1: was the one who was most trying to survive. Like, he had the most, Mm -hmm. like, aggressive, like, way of Mm -hmm. living in this world. And it still wasn't, like, good enough for him. And unlike
0: all the other rich people in this building, he didn't do it by trampling on everyone else. Like mm-hmm. he was willing to share his supplies with people. He was willing to vote for the greater good. And he was willing to make the like, you know, the right choice and trust the, you know, the honorable person in the situation. And that was basically shown like, and that is why he gets murdered is because yeah. of this, because and he it, is a good person.
1: There's also another like level of tragedy with his, within his character. It's um like towards the end of the series, mm-hmm like especially when they find out that he's actually gone and he's like they they think he's just gone and that sort of thing they um the main female character um has a conversation with um the like right hand woman of the medical guy or Mm -hmm. whatever his like character is and you find out that 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 point that she has just been able to run everyone's um IDs because because of everything that's been going on all types mm-hmm. of like government like agencies have yeah, stopped doing their normal checks and, yeah. and within like seconds of this like check of this like ID very clearly able to be like that person's not who he says he is this like you like they could have like immediately figured out he was not who he was from Mm -hmm. the very beginning because one of the first things that um, Hyunshuk's character does in the very very beginning is take everybody's id and gets it recorded yeah and it's one of the first thing he does in that like building but like we don't get till the end of the series the confirmation of who everyone Mm -hmm. is and it could have been stopped within seconds if Everything in the world wasn't happening at this moment. So there's like right. there's this other level of tragedy with his character. Because mm-hmm. he could have survived yeah. if everything else wasn't going on.
0: And then mm-hmm. the other element to it is that he wouldn't have been successful at any of these murders, except that he was helped every single time Absolutely. by the guy who murdered his wife. <laughs> Like continuously, like, everybody was him. like thinking about
1: zombies the entire time, mm. so they didn't see or smell or anything weird. Like they didn't catch on that people were missing. Like they did not catch on that the oldest cleaning lady was gone. Yeah. But, like, to the building, well after, the and they're like, "Oh, she's lady. not here." Yeah, it's
0: it's it shows like it also really sort of demonstrates how in moments of crisis, things that would be obvious in normal times get completely, like, hidden because everyone's just panicking and focused on, a, you know, the bigger yeah. picture that you miss the details, right? And it's, the show has so many layers. It's so well, good.
2: And and then there are a couple of characters that they exhibited the, this in different ways and stuff, but there are a couple of characters that would still fixate on things that weren't appropriate to be fixated on within Mm -hmm. an emergency situation. Mm -hmm. So like the chick, that's the building rep and stuff. And she, the whole time, mostly she is just, that is all she cares about because of the money and the influence and all these things. And so in the midst of conversations about like life and death stuff, she's there politicking (laughs) like, yeah, <laughs> that's all she's doing. And then you have the uh, the brother to the novelist lady, and for mm-hmm. quite some time. And he eventually kind of breaks comes from around, this, like yeah. Mm-hmm. But for quite some time, he's still trying to influence and really kind of uh, guilt trip his sister mm-hmm. into like influencing her about her nice apartment and money and yeah. all this stuff. Um, and so I was fascinated by that because. There are people like that, that even in really realistic, horrific situations, yeah, they're still so self-interested that they're still, at least for a while, going to write out whatever their fixation mm-hmm. is. And it's also,
1: like, a really great way of, um like, highlighting that, like, people cope in different matter like, manners. And that, like, sometimes that coping is still, like, when you're a terrible person, it's, like, your coping mechanism is also terrible as well so she was a terrible person Mm -hmm. always she was classes she was all she wanted was to like get the lower people out of her building she was not a good person Mm -hmm. and but she is you see her mentally breaking throughout the entire show and it's very real and very human but her coping mechanisms are that of a person who is still a terrible person like yes. <laughs> it, yeah it, it's terrible things are going on and mentally she's not doing okay but she's still a terrible person and mm-hmm. so her coping mechanisms like
0: mm-hmm.
1: come to this and that like realm and it's like it it was interesting and fun watching that as well because she yeah. was so different than the really terrible doctor guy who was just pure psychotic evil like Like he was just a
0: bad guy and was was like like, he was like always a bad guy like he was (laughs) always going to murder his and he was one of those guys (laughs) that you like you know you're like how how
1: are you succeeding you shouldn't actually be succeeding (laughs) in life but (laughs) but he was always those types
0: of people do succeed in life yeah absolutely and it's so annoying under the bus
1: yeah you're like you shouldn't be like out of everybody, you, you're the one who's succeeding? (laughs) Come on.
0: And it's like, and I love that it really shows how people, like, lose perspective of what's the actual important thing you should be focusing Mm -hmm. on due to, like, panic and selfishness. So, like, for example, he should be focused on surviving. Like, if, listen, if he goes to jail after, that's, that's not important right now. There's a, there's a huge outbreak that could kill you. Yeah, when you're stuck in a closed quarters, focus on that. But instead, he focuses on trying to get some sort of bizarre revenge on Park Young Six character for having the audacity to arrest him for the murder he definitely. But committed he also feels that
1: like he's entitled to it. He's like mm-hmm. I like. There's one point when like. Uh, Hunchik's character is like talking to him and he's like you think you can talk to me like that like what kind of world are we living in that you think that and you're like he's like Sir, Sir, real one. you're boarded into like a place there's a zombie outbreak going on your power and your water have been cut off and you only have a few like supplies of food and nobody's sending you food like Let's think about the fact that you might die from starvation before anything else happens. Come
0: on. It's like, before, like, expending all this energy on trying to, like, take me down a peg, maybe think about what's actually happening to everyone in this situation right now. Myself included. Mm -hmm. Like, get it together. And so it it really shows, like, this dichotomy between... And it's always, like, it's the poorer characters who are trying to equitably survive and have a community... Mm -hmm and be uh-huh. fair, and it's the richer characters who are constantly trying to be greedy and get one up on everyone else. And well, it's the reality is that I like it. Mm-hmm.
2: And then sometimes, I mean, I, I enjoyed the fact that it wasn't even that black and white. Like, you also had the cleaning couple
0: mm-hmm.
2: who, because the greedy people were being so horrific, they kind of had the resources behind their door for a while. And so they're like, mm-hmm. we're going to start, like pumping up the charges for just some water or food or whatever yeah, yeah. because you guys are being jerks and so yeah and, and then they kind of started getting greedy and it just showed a lot of just human nature with a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. once yeah start like going. once you have
1: a taste of that like life yeah. and how you kind of like snowball into wanting more and more
2: because because who doesn't want to leg up on the horrific doctor guy yeah everyone yeah. does because
0: he's a jerk yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> but it's like and it, I found it so interesting because like the cleaner couple, before they were literally driven insane by the doctor guy, is they were actually like the the husband especially was incredibly moral through most of it. Yeah. Uh, and he was always trying to like the wife would always be like, okay, let's not like make any waves and stuff. And you'd always be like, no, 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 wait a second though like. We're stuck here with you. We're all stuck together. Like
1: And they genuinely let in that kid because they wanted to help him. Yeah. Like it wasn't just like they needed another person and they could like get him for a cheap. They genuinely were like, Oh, we should make sure that we could figure out a way to like have him on our staff.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, and the husband was like, we should pay him more. And she's like, he doesn't want any more money. Like, we've offered him money. And they're just like, you know, I'm happy that we're able to, like, help him, like, get out and do things. Like. And so, you know, and it was so and they're not rewarded for that empathy that they have. They're, in mm-hmm. fact, punished by it, which is also very realistic to the actual world. So this show's got so it's an onion, my friends. It really is. Then you
1: can talk about the the brother and how he changes because he changes for the better. Mm-hmm. Like you see the complete opposite with him because he ends up getting bitten and and is turning um and his sister stays by his side and helps him out and he starts to realize a lot of the stuff that the sister has sacrificed for him that he didn't realize because he didn't just stop to listen to her yeah or like she just didn't want to like like have it be known so that he feels bad and like so he has this journey where it's like completely opposite than Mm -hmm. the cleaning people who like who were, you know, they got to like their spot and they became worse, but he actually became a lot better without throughout his journey in the show. Mm -hmm.
0: The show is, it's so much more than just grr zombies attacking. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's a show about the reality of human nature, especially highlighted during a pandemic, which we've all experienced. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's, It feels so much truer having experienced it. Um, Mm -hmm.
2: This is for this long, too. Yeah,
0: for this long. Like, this this takes place within, like, two weeks. Like, this is a very short... I know. Like, halfway
1: through the show, like, you realize that it's only been, like, two days. And you're like...
0: Yeah. Like, it's not a long period of time that they're stuck in this apartment building. But it shows, like, how quickly things can dissolve without the Mm -hmm. veneer of like polite society because of bad actors right like so the people who are trying to build community if it had just been those people stuck in this apartment building they would have been fine like (laughs) like, Uh if like half of the people in this apartment comp like in this situation if they had just been them they would have, listen, they would have gotten through this, yeah, no problems, but obviously that wouldn't make a very compelling no. horror story, uh, thriller, you know, so yeah. I, I do understand, but like it, having, you know, especially having been someone who couldn't and still can't sort of participate in society because of health problems. Like, it's, it's really interesting to watch this. And I sort of saw the show, especially on, like, a second viewing, through the eyes of the little girl who's stuck mm. there um, with, an like, an immunocompromised person who has no agency and really has absolutely no power to do anything. And uh, it was fascinating. It's a fascinating show to watch. Yeah,
1: and, like that's interesting because i think when the first like for the first viewing of it mm-hmm. you're so worried that something is going to happen to that girl mm-hmm. that you don't yeah. get to have that like time yeah. to like really see her and one of the things that like i know sky and i said one of the things that like i didn't think was going to come out of this show but did come out of the show is just like the female characters and how badass they are yeah like and how like a lot like the people who are like looking up to people Mm -hmm. are the females looking up to the main females like character and how she is so good at her job and so Mm -hmm. good just genuinely good at being a human and so it's it's really nice to watch like the Mm -hmm. little girl be so enamored with her and then they also the you know the little like the assistant in the military and how she grows in her like mm-hmm. role and because then, of how she
0: is. And the other one that I really liked the the journey of was the wife of the lawyer who's very oh, much yes. in she's in a very abusive emotionally abusive relationship with her husband. Yeah. Like he is a terrible person to
1: her yeah and he was um, like or she was like the assistant or something like beforehand like too. a secretary so like, yeah. yeah She yeah, was so a very high yeah. to him monetarily mm-hmm. no matter what even if they weren't married
0: yeah and she goes through a journey of realizing her own personal mm-hmm. worth and like her a realization that like she doesn't want to be tied to this man anymore like she mm-hmm. would be better off destitute And separate from him than living a comfortable life with him. And that's like an important thing that I think a lot of people go through at some point, like in these sort of abusive, not like physically abusive, but like toxic relationships because they have a very toxic marriage because he very much belittles her, looks down on her, calls her stupid to her face. Like and never she does takes her all advice. All the work for him, and she does all the work. work. But she's always correct. This is what yeah. I always found funny is that he's always making the wrong decisions, and she's always right. But he never takes mm-hmm. her advice because, again, the di- the problem is that it's the people who think that they are better than everyone else that are the downfall of this entire community
1: and the loudest. Yes. Yeah. And there's a great like um moment with her in the very end so she's part of the crew that like is able to get out of the building mm-hmm. um at one point and she's sitting there talking and the guy asks like things about the zombies like mm-hmm. it just asks like, he's trying to figure out what the zombies are doing like what's happening like is there anything that's like different and stuff and she's she's kind of just like brushing off she's like i don't know like why like why would i like know because i'm just basically in like a very much like i'm just kind of like a nobody i was just like Mm -hmm. there in my room but she's the one who tells like a specific thing that then they're able to get the antibody because they start to realize how the zombies are working and that like you can get antibodies from even people who actually still turn Mm. But like, don't fully turn or are able to control that. Yeah, and it's just like this one little simple thing that she was the one instrumental to... for. Yeah, and it was she was like thinking that like, how would she be the one to like be able to like make anything happen, and she does.
2: And also the novelist chick, like she mm-hmm. she's really mm-hmm. good too. As far as she doesn't have like a huge necessarily development journey, but like her relationship with her brother definitely shifts. But also she. From early on, she recognizes uh, the lead gal Sabom's character. Like she's mm-hmm. like, ah, you and I are both renters. And but like, she no,
0: but she's not a renter.
2: Oh, she was an owner.
0: She was an owner because an that's owner. why that's why her her brother mm. was so like adamant that she let them okay. move in because but, she used her but, inheritance. But to they buy this they money. had
2: they had a very specific like bond from early on. Mm. Like mm-hmm. she saw Sabom as like you're a good person i think
1: it may be that she owns one of the lesser valued properties
0: so
2: she wasn't on the top
0: floor so she was treated like a renter but she wasn't a renter like she oh i think that's probably why i got
2: confused because yeah the building rep chick was still like dogging on her yeah despite the fact that like she
0: she owned the apartment because that was that was like the 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 crux, the problem between her and her brother is that her brother thought that she got a better deal in their inheritance when their father died because he had used his money already, but she had bought this apartment. And she was like, but he also paid for your college and your wedding. Mm -hmm. I had to pay for my own university. Like, I, I saved up my money and my inheritance to buy this apartment. And now you want to also come live with me? Like, come on, bro. Mm-hmm. With your kid? But, but <laughs> she... come on, bro.
2: But she was, like, a really cool character in, like, how mm-hmm. she always handled people. Despite the fact mm-hmm. that, like, you know, Say Boom, she had a lot of power just because of, like, her physicality and... Training and, and it, you know. yeah, it, Yeah, in a survival situation, your training, and, like, it does equate to having influence on some level. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. the novelist chick, she really didn't have any influence to speak of, but, like, she was always really good about being equitable and things like that. Yeah. And so the female characters, I mean, all the characters are great, but, like, the women. they were the glue that was holding mm. everything together for yeah, the whole time. Yeah, they really
1: <laughs> were. And, you know what, I, like, I don't think they ever make it, like, super known, like, throughout this show. Like, it's, yeah, not, it's, just, not, like,
0: like, it's not just, like, glaring. I mean, glare, like, we're gonna yeah. pick it up, but, like... Because, like, also it's... one of the main villains is also one of the women. Like, it's, like, it's yeah. not like, women, good, men, evil. Like, no, it's not that at all. Yeah. Uh, the other, another, like, one of the final things that I love about this show is it's got so many Chekhov's guns that you don't realize Uh are Chekhov's guns until like everything gets tied up there aren't loose ends on this show everything is concluded but like for example after they get married and they're pretending that it's a real marriage even though he's He's like, I'm never divorcing this woman. I don't care if we're married for this apartment. And they're on a video (laughs) call with his mother. And the mother's like, okay, son, get out of here. I want to talk to your wife for a second. Like, be gone. You know? And Uh so she leaves. Like, he leaves, and then the mother's like, I'm so glad that you guys finally decided to get married. Like, you make him so much better because he has so much problems. Like, after his injury, like, he has so many rage problems. And you curb his, like, his rage issues. And then all throughout the show, a sort of, like, thread line with how he reacts, especially to this motherfucker who lives above them, who tried to kill his wife, is that this guy... Enacts his, like, makes his rage, because, listen, he makes the viewer's rage also no. go up. But, like, she's always there to be like, hey, don't, d- d- keep it, you know, to an appropriate level. Like, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. stop you, but just know that I'm here so you don't go too far. And there's this one, oh my god, there's this one scene, and it's, It's probably the most demented he gets in his anger. And it's after, basically, the guy almost gets him and a bunch of other people killed. And he's, like, covered in blood. Well, he has, like, a thing that's covered in blood. And he rubs Uh it all over his hands. And then he, like, walks up to the guy and just starts smearing it all over his face. And is like, is this what you wanted? Like, is is this what you wanted? Like, now, like, listen, if I'm covered in blood and infected, now you're infected too. Like... Uh congratulations and then she's like yo let's rain in it let's pull (laughs) it back but then by the end of the show after the most devastating love confession you've ever seen in your entire (laughs) life um, he uses he like manages because of her to be like I don't need to be rage my rage can turn into self-sacrifice for other people instead. I can turn my anger into something good. And it's just like, what a beautiful arc. But when I tell you that, okay. This love confession?
1: Oh my. Okay, no. Every bit of them together is so (laughs) good.
0: True love.
1: It's so subtle and just so magical and so perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, it is... it's so Normal romance shows yeah. were like this
0: romance yes. like you'd be more into them I'd be more into them <laughs> the, Jesse was looking at my drama list comments mistake don't do it but um <laughs> do someone it. was like I don't really get their chemistry they seem like best friends instead yeah exactly you were. they are they are best friends yeah. so what thing just a little insight
2: if you want a successful marriage or really really you, you have to be friends like yeah. Mm-hmm. Be you friend. have to be yeah, best friends to, like, that's the way that works yeah, and the
0: best way to do it really. and
1: what's great about this show is they show how effortlessly they are together like she calls him and is like hey i've got this deal they get together like into the like apartment first day and it's like they've lived with each other for years there's yeah. no like even with him being so in love with her And not knowing that she has also liked him this entire time. Like, it's not weird. It's not, like, even in, like, the fact, like, they do sleep in separate beds. But it's not, like, they never, like, have, like, like. But, like, they never have any weird moments. Like, it's just, like, okay, like, we're hanging out together. Oh, we're doing this. And then she, like, bandages him up, like, 14 times during this entire show. And they're all so sweet. And she does little things that, like. She'll, like, touch him or, like, do something, and, like, she doesn't see it, but he just, like, kind of melts because of it, and then he has to immediately, like, backtrack. But can we talk about my favorite scene of all time, which is, like, episode seven, where the military medicine guy steals her because he wants the antibodies?
0: This scene! I have watched so many (laughs) times. It's ridiculous. Like, there's also, I don't think it's, I think it's earlier, where she's almost getting pulled into one of the fridge trucks of, like, zombies. Yeah. And yeah. then the military people are like shut it up like it's, you know we can't save her shut it up and he's like, he's ah! like no and then he just so rips fun. those motherfuckers open he has like a like a baton and he's like get the fuck back like i am getting and then just grabs her around the waist and just rockets backwards pulling her out with him
1: but okay so here's what makes this that scene one man is so a great.
0: great one man yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Is that okay? So the setup of the scene is that she gets drugged so that mm-hmm. she can get out of the apartment complex, and so he can like start because he the military guy knows that like she got bitten and she never turns, so she's yeah. different than everybody else. So he gets like he gets out of the parking garage, but Yangsheng's character has seen all this happen no. and is just no. running just he's like nope that's that is the person i love the most and we're finally like <laughs> fake married you're not gonna like stop hey this her. we haven't died from zombies this far into the show we're not gonna do this and like they like open the walls that they have walled off this apartment complex in and start to, to, to like drive the car through and young Chick just like parkours is off of the yeah. bil- like a he wall would, he gave onto superpowers the, yeah, yeah onto the car and like, slides down to the, like, front windshield of the car and um, then just points his gun, gun at the guy. Gun
0: And says, not today, motherfucker.
1: And it's so good. <laughs> but then also, the key here is that the military guy goes to grab his gun, but she emerges from <laughs> the backseat to grab his Gra- gun before he the can, and then put, like puts it up against his head. And so they're both, like, Doing this and so like they have to call off everything. It's
0: the instinct, best. love With, is real, one man deserves <laughs> rights. Especially <laughs> after it because they
1: get together and he's like, Are you okay? And she's he's like, She's like, Yeah, and she's like, Are you okay? And it's like so good. It's such a good scene. Because they also, both save each other. like it's it's not just like him saving damsel in distress. They're both damsel in distresses, and then mm-hmm. they're both the heroes.
2: Yeah, right. And that's the way it is, like, the whole time. Like, a lot. But in that specific scene, also, what's really kind of funny on top of it is because she's been tranquilized, like, she wasn't supposed to be awake. Normal people wouldn't be able to wake up from (laughs) that. So the military guy is like,
0: oh, fuck. Like, you should not be awake. And you're thinking to yourself, would they reference that again later in the show? Would they just forget that they did that? absolutely nice. not because in like the second to last episode when they escape from the complex and he drugs her again he drugs her like three times in a row yeah. like he's like no nope, needle needle and she's like fighting him and he's like again like doesn't forget anything it does
1: no it's the it writing, doesn't
0: fantastic the direction fit fant- the soundtrack
1: it's oh the soundtrack is so good. so good um the like sound design on it is just it's absolutely incredible. phenomenal because it does this thing where it has random breaths that happen
2: and yeah. you don't
1: pick it up until you start to like it, it moves from like cuz you're so focused on like people being terrible when it finally starts to be like them not doing stuff is when you start to hear the breaths again mm-hmm. and it's just this very like low in the background breath mm-hmm. like it's just so good like the ost is good i i genuinely think the like scenes in the parking garage with the zombies is some of the best horror you're gonna get Absolutely in too. And it's <laughs> tiny bits but just the way that it's done is so good there's just, like, so many good things about this drama.
2: <laughs> yeah. Also, I would love to call out just the level of planning and intelligence that the two main characters have. hmm Like, but throughout it's the not entire like, show. it's
0: not, like, an unearned intelligence. It makes sense due to how their characters are set up. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, th- there's a moment where... I don't
2: want to get into the details because it bogs it down, but essentially... Awful doctor guy thinks that he got the next drug and he was doing all these shenanigans trying to hurt every, you know, Mm because he's awful. Mm -hmm. And no, no, no. Hung Shik's character has already, like. Yeah. Saw that was gonna happen, switched it out with his indigestion drug. Yeah. And he's like, You haven't hurt anybody. You thought you really did something, didn't you? You did nothing. And I was like, And in that moment, if you look at the way she looks at him, yes. She is impressed. It's such subtle like
1: movements. Oh god, it's
2: so good. And he and he he doesn't even make a big deal out of it like and that his character is so good because he's not he's not a cocky guy mm-hmm. and even in that rage thing like we had that big rage discussion I want you to just point out this is not typical like male rage no, no. this isn't like punching he a is, hole in the
0: drywall because you're hot he is people. not
2: yeah. he is not an unsafe person mm-hmm. with anyone like he no. like so whenever whenever we say rage it's very different from the typical yeah it's and a he also values
1: rage. her. Mm -hmm. And values her in her competency of being who she is in her job. He Mm -hmm. sees her, like, as who she is. Like, it's never a time when he's, like... Even though there are times when he's, like... He wants to protect her because he's so in love with her. It's never demeaning. Like, it's not thinking, like, oh, because I have to protect you. Because I'm the male like he knows yep. the times when she doesn't need to be protected and he also knows the times when she's going to be the better person for the situation that they're going into mm-hmm. so he lets her take lead it's always like very even cuz they just get each other they know yeah. their each other's strengths and neither of their strengths like n- neither of them have any jealousy towards that mm-hmm. or think that they're better than the other and so like they just are seamlessly like great like Mm -hmm. pair of even just like Mm -hmm. cop type characters they're really great at that job together
2: yeah oh and then what the moment they have a conversation whenever they're kind of talking about how uh hung Shik's character you know his partner the detective partner guy he kind of fell into you know he was having a really bad go of things and so he kind of got manipulated into like a pseudo religion moment and like oh yeah the, so like, they were kind of mini cult yeah they're the mini cult yeah. for they a mini it.
1: cult i forgot that yeah the so got it all. That...
2: <laughs> so they were talking about that and hung shake's character is like i can kind of understand that cuz you know when i was going through my you know losing baseball essentially not being able to do that thing mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it wasn't religion but like i i had something and so not long after that, she's like, no, 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 no. I want to hear more about what was this thing that you found comfort in. And she wasn't being like, and she didn't, she didn't already know the answer or something. She was just like, honestly mm. curious, like, what, what did you mean if it wasn't religion? Like, what did you find comfort in? And he kind of hesitates and he's like, you. It yeah. was like, oh, mm. I mean, just the I whole love conversation. Them. Love
0: is real, people. Yeah, <laughs> love is. And really then he nice kept saying,
2: I didn't make. And he's like, I didn't ever make it a big deal, but at the time, like, I really, really was struggling. So, like, I put on a brave face for you, but the reality is you being there made a huge difference mm-hmm. from square one. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to, like, you know, put my best foot forward, but not in a, I'm going to sweep you off your feet type of way. In mm-hmm.
1: a... I want to be a better like, person you saved because me. you yeah. are the best, better yeah. person.
0: The show is perfection, it um, is. I want I
1: do want to go over the crew because I think the crew is very significant, like the director yeah. and writer, because you will know who these people are. So the director is on Gil Ho. And mm-hmm. if you're like I know who that is, you do because you watch the glory. <laughs> He's yeah. the director of the glory. <laughs> um he also did um another show that like I watch I'm pretty sure i watched watcher
2: part of it mm-hmm. yeah like i need to still um, finish it for sure
1: absolutely phenomenal crime thriller mm-hmm. um he did stranger memories of alhambra like he's got a yeah. a great mrs like, cop thing. too <laughs> um, yeah mrs cop yeah. Um, and the writer is han Song woon who also wrote watcher so that like mm-hmm. and also the composer for the sound guy for this is also another watcher person so they got a trio of watcher yeah. people but like he's, you know, Watcher, The Good Wife, not a lot of, like, stuff, like, a lot of drama specials, Mm -hmm. but, like, the team together.
0: Yeah. Like, the editor was the editor on Luca, The Beginning, which was an incredibly edited show.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, like, everything, like, even a lot of, like, uh, Hashtag Alive, which is a zombie Mm -hmm. movie on Netflix, that's really good and really well put together.
0: Yeah.
1: Drama world, like, yeah the composer composed Mm earth
0: doll no yeah and then also
1: um i don't think amanda's what are listening because she doesn't like zombies but um inspector Koo, which she like really loved the music for
0: yeah the the director's done like that not the director the the composer has done an incredible amount of tv stuff like he's Mm -hmm very prolific his name is kim tae song he's done behind your touch he did the the money heist korea my liberation notes uh yumi's cells space sweepers like he's wow yeah yeah
1: he's, juvenile he's, yeah nevertheless no drop mm-hmm. uh
0: he did fabricated city a movie i really enjoyed Wong, born in 1982
1: yeah wow. uh, savaha the six finger which is a horror film yeah the guest which has fantastic yeah sound design yeah yeah
0: he's and he's been at it for a while like he's he's anyway but, like this is an incredible cast an incredible <laughs> show i don't even know like how to even sum uh, this up like <laughs> yeah
2: i'd like to mention like cast wise mm-hmm. i and like character wise i really do enjoy like the two kind of main military people a lot like mm-hmm. Joe Wu the guy that plays Hante Suck, which is the like medical military head guy of countermeasures wow. of whatever. Um, so good. Mm-hmm. And he you'll is. recognize him from Goblin. Yeah. He's secretary in <laughs> <And laughs> Goblin. He's so funny there. Uh, but he's he's so subtle in this show. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like you, some people look at him and be like, oh, he's really heartless. He's not. Like, and it's, you can see him as a bad guy, you can also just see that he's trying his hardest. Like, it's just he's fascinating. With his
1: character, like, you have, like, his wife was infected, and Mm -hmm. it was, like, at a thing that, like, she probably shouldn't have been to, so he kind of feels like he's the one that, like, got her infected, even though it was, like, the person he works with. And there's a really great moment that, like, because he worked at this medical company, like, and it was, like, to do some shady stuff. I think they were trying to Mm -hmm. steal secrets from other, like, drug companies or whatever. But, like, he has this journey where he starts to, like, realize what the world is Mm -hmm. through that job. And that's kind of how he is in the military role. And you see that because he's, like, so, like, doesn't care about anything. But really, he's just, like, wanting his wife to be better but also there's a little bit of humanity in him because he doesn't want another person to feel the way that he feels because of this medical company having done you know corporations being evil type line Mm -hmm.
2: like and even his relationship with sabon like he recognizes how competent she is Mm -hmm. but at the same time is trying to use her but doing it in as humane a way as possible. It's very... He has to walk a tightrope of a lot of stuff. So, like, And he does it with the,
1: the... His, um, like, right-hand person, uh, yeah. Jisoo. She also... Yeah, like, like, he also, like, trusts her with a lot. Like, it, he sees something in her, and I think there, like, there are moments where he is very good at being in the role. And maybe that's, like, he is just, like, really good at being military, because he... Yeah. That's the kind of, like... Thinking and then,
2: and then he'll even be like, I've made my choices. I know that like mm-hmm. my hands, you know, they're pretty much filthy with blood. You, my assistant, like you're going to have to make your own choices. I yeah. Yeah, I don't necessarily wish my choices onto you because I know that I've already kind of crossed lots of lines to do what I'm doing. Uh, so anyway, I just I even even though they're like not in the building and all this stuff, mm-hmm. I still think like they're fascinating and the assistant chick, she cracks me up. She's so dry, but, like, (laughs) she, I don't, you want Sabo and her to, like, go have drinks later. (laughs) Yeah. They would be so cute. And they would still kind of probably, like, tease each other, like, I hate you, but, Uh like, they don't hate each other. They're just being silly. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, like, when Sabo brings uh, the rice cake to her and be like, I don't like you, but I'm giving you this anyway. It's like, you guys are sweet. Like, I want you yeah. to just be friends and not be dealing with yeah. zombies. <laughs> have a moment. But uh, I really did. I appreciate those characters a lot. And I think they brought a lot mm-hmm. to the table. Despite the fact that, like, the attention is usually tied to the people in the building. Because you have to be Yeah, it's definitely, like, doing. in the
1: building a lot more yeah. than it is outside. And that's where they are.
0: It's, and the little it's girl... The little girl, oh my so gosh sweet. You just want to give her a little hug and so pinch her sweet. little cheeks. The cuteness aggression.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And she's she's so mature, and you, mm-hmm. can, you you can tell the way they tell the story, and they it's always by showing not telling. As far as mm-hmm. she realizes pretty early on, my parents are probably in a bad way. That's why they're not here. Like she yeah. Yeah. she knows stuff. Well, yeah, she... and she does
1: the, like little things where she tries so hard to like not let any of the other adults know that she's having a hard time. Like if she's crying, she'll like immediately like be like, No, it's just trying to watch TV.
0: Yeah, which makes Mm -hmm. sense for a child who basically doesn't have any children friends.
1: Yes. And being forced to constantly be home by herself. And knowing that her outside working.
0: Yeah, and having to listen to her parents like struggle because of her Mm -hmm. illness she would be the sort that be like, oh, no, I'm fine, like, not wanting to yeah. worry people, and also identify more with, you know, the reason that she befriends this 30-year-old lady who lives across this <laughs> hall isn't because, like, that she's particularly cool, even though she is, it's because she does this little girl clearly doesn't know how to be a child.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because she's not it's allowed to, to grow be, because she's sick. And so yeah. she's befriends this cool woman who will give her the time of day because at the point in this story is she's on she's on leave because of the the situation so it's like she has all the time to spend with her which her parents don't and she's trustworthy and she's kind and she's been vetted by the girl's parents as not being weird and so she's like yeah let's just sure i got nothing better going on like i'll befriend this eight-year-old (laughs)
2: let's go exercise together yeah let's go exercise together
0: (laughs) Uh, the show is just such a realistic human show in a very unrealistic situation Uh like zombies aren't realistic we get this like but everything else about this show is so human and real that it lends an, an air of like believability that a lot of, you know, sort of monster horror type things don't have. Because it's... it's You've met yeah. every single one of these people in this show.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, even if you haven't personally met some of these people, you know that they exist within the way society yeah. functions. Yeah. Especially yeah. the more, the wealthy, the privileged, things like that, the way they look at people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. For sure. Like... And if you've never met one of these privileged assholes, I got some bad news, friend. (laughs) (laughs) If you've never felt (laughs) oppressed by one of these types of people,
2: (laughs) uh, time for a little bit of
0: self-reflection, my guy. Uh, That's funny. Uh, Do we have any final thoughts about this show before we call the evening?
2: The rewatchability um, rating is
0: super high on this.
1: Oh yeah. I had like, so much fun rewatching this.
0: Yeah.
1: It's still a 10 out of 10 for me. Um it is.
0: it's a ten out of ten for me as well. Oh, I yeah.
1: can't say it's my like ultimate favorite because come and hug me is so good, but like I could say on days happiness like would be, you know, the top one, but like on other days, come and hug me. It's just It is definitely in that, like, level. It's just so good, and the rewatch was just as fun, even Mm -hmm. though I knew everything that was going on, and watching it for the first time was absolutely phenomenal. Like, that Mm -hmm. was such a great time, and especially in a time where it was still, like, not having a job, and not, like, all this stuff still, like, I was like, this is the best thing that I could ever watch now.
0: (laughs) It's, it's basically ruined me for other shows, no, I'm kidding, but I do love (laughs) it an unhealthy amount, uh, it is my number one show, I don't really see another show beating it anytime soon, like, it would have to really,
1: you know. I will say the couple- beats every couple even the come and hug me couple yeah. i think this they happiness couple beats them
0: because like with the oh, come I, and hug me couple okay. they're they're not a realistic couple
1: no like it's not and that's thing not that really exists. that's not what i like yeah. the most connect with the most and come and hug me but i will say that this is a lie because I do have the ultimate couple and nobody will ever surpass that. Um, That's Mulder and Scully. So like that is the ultimate couple. Fair. But like Asian drama.
0: Yeah. Happiness couple. (laughs) Like these, it's, I don't know what else to say. You should watch it if you haven't. You should Mm rewatch it if you have. Happiness is incredible.
2: What I love about it is, um, though it does definitely get tense, the more the show goes on and it has tense moments throughout I do think rewatchability like comfort show to me it it can be a comfort show and Mm -hmm. that might sound really Mm -hmm. strange to people who like don't like various genres of stuff but a lot of the episodes are really not that tense not near as tense as you would think it would only be tense like for a moment and then it kind Mm -hmm. of goes back to the little girl having a snack with the cute couple (laughs) you really have yeah. a lot of balance a lot of the show yeah um and so up on top of the roof oh yeah like everything's juxtaposed just really interestingly um i just i would recommend it for so many people it probably yeah. is not for literally everybody but a lot of people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a lot of people that, it, it doesn't have to be an asian drama watcher like if you could get non-asian drama watchers to watch the show they would probably really like it if they like this yeah. type of thing Um, i agree but yeah Mm -hmm. like i really
0: it's such an accessible sort of story that even people who like don't watch asian dramas but like zombie stories and stuff Mm -hmm. would very easily be able to watch this and get a lot of enjoyment out of it
2: right or people that like social commentary type stuff like if you're a fan of the 12 angry men type of kind of social experiment type stuff like this Mm -hmm. is along those lines so don't let the zombie stuff make you think oh it's not going to be realistic like social experiment level high like it feels very realistic with people Mm. people are people Mm -hmm. (laughs) no matter what um yeah yeah, like i i'm not sure it's my number one of like all dramas ever but it's definitely my number one of that this type of genre like by far um it might be my favorite social commentary type one that I've watched so far. Mm. And I really like that type of stuff, so. Mm. But
0: the
2: mm-hmm. couple. Some Good people couple. I'm sure will think there's not enough romance, but, like,
0: given Listen, the genre... There's, there's romance yeah. to be found if you know where to look. All right, yeah. If you just look, watch the show knowing that everything that Park young Six character does is done with the utmost of love... For this woman, that yeah. everything he does makes sense. Like, and every single action he takes, he does because he loves this woman more than like You see, the
1: out. moment he falls in love with her is the very first scene of the scene. show when he's being yeah. pushed off of the building.
2: He's gone. The,
1: when he's <laughs> yeah. looking at, up at her, immediately it clicks over yeah. and is like, I'm in love with that oh. girl. <laughs>
0: Oh, wait a second. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Um, that's, yeah. that's happiness. Uh, it's a great show. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it. If you haven't watched it, watch it again. Uh, and uh, if you haven't, if this is your first time listening to us, thank you for joining us. And you should listen to us again, because we got a huge backlog of episodes. And if you're a continuing watcher, thank you for continuing to listen to us. And we appreciate it. We appreciate every single person who listens to this podcast more than you probably know as just a casual listener to a podcast. Um, And if you want to be a casual watcher of a podcast, we now are in video. So you can go to YouTube, search Certified NUNAs, and find us there. please like and subscribe, I guess we're supposed to say as YouTubers. Uh, but if you want to go uh, check out every single episode and see links and time codes to everything that we're talking about, you can do so at CertifiedNunas.com. It's our website that has every single episode we've ever done with all the links to where to find stuff that we're talking about. Uh, and if you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash certified new to join the certified found family. They're a found family on the web. And uh, Thursday, the week this comes out, there will be a special movie review of another zombie film, ironically called The Sadness, <laughs> that Jesse and I watched. And we'll be putting out our mini reviews, which is a new thing that we're doing on Patreon. Uh, we're going to be putting out movie reviews weekly, so... There's little mini episodes for you. And we also have a movie night every night. Not every night. Every month. We have a movie night every month. We have a movie night every month. And of course, uh, if you're on the YouTube, we do uh, live streams all the time. And if you go to our Discord and our social medias, it's always at Certified NUNAs. And we have a little, we make a little thing that we're, what we're doing every month. So you can find out when to schedule your, yourself to come join those. Anyway, we hope you have a fantastic week. Uh, Wash your hands and wear a mask, because it be getting nasty disease-wise out there. Uh, And as always, keep enjoying Asian Entertainment. Bye. Bye. Bye! Bye!